Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. State, a past state, Racing HQ Saturday. Let's check in with the stewards panel here in New South Wales. There might have been a few horses you want to keep an eye on today that have been in recent reports. Tom Moxon, Deputy Chairman of Stewards, is with us. G'day, Tom. Morning, Richard. How are you? Good, thank you. Never a dull moment in Sydney. We head out to Rose Hill Gardens for Festival Stakes Day. There's some uh, some horses there you'd like to make mention of out of recent reports. Uh, just a quiet morning from our end this morning. I've just got the one to mention, and it's a two-year-old of Godolphins in the first race, um, Diabelli, um, having its first start at Flemington on Melbourne Cup Day, held up from the 500 metres to the 200 metres, and then uh, was disappointed for clear running when attempting a narrow run passing the 200 metres. So that horse was only beaten three and three quarter lengths uh, on that occasion when held up at a vital stage of the race. That is a quiet morning, Tom. And that's probably the way you like it as a steward, as a steward in those reports. <laughs> for sure. Let's hope the, the rest of the day stays the same. Good to chat. Thank you. I'll let you go. Thank you. We'll Tom, see you out there. Easy work. Thank you, Tom Moxon. Let's get stuck into the Sydney form. Ray Thomas, Brad Gray, and of course, Glenn Munsey. Standing by, welcome back, Ray. Keen to dive into this program. Yeah, scratching's not too bad with my tips, Rich, so let's hope we can find a winner or two this afternoon. My Wednesday colleague along with Munns is Brad Gray. Hello, Brad. Yeah, good morning, Hainsey. Good morning, Ray, Munns and, and all the listeners out there. I'm actually out at Rose Hill today, Hainsey, covering the Duff, so I feel like uh, Munns under the pump nice and early. Got to get out the door as soon as the preview ends and off we go for the... Uh, for the preview there at Rose Hill, but yeah, it's a good day's racing, isn't it? We're on a firm deck there, interesting to see how this track plays. We have seen Rose Hill True most recently probably play a couple off the fence, so we'll monitor that throughout the meeting. Unreal. Glenn Munsey from the Tab. Welcome, Munns. What's happening? Nothing much. Good morning to you, Richard. Good morning to Brad. Um, if you'd like to do the scratchings for the Gold Coast, Kembla Caulfield, and do a couple of previews, Brad, you can really feel what it's like. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, good morning to Ray, and uh, maybe we could send someone out to Rose Hill and take a photo of Tom Moxon uh, instead of, well, <laughs> last week we didn't even have Tom, uh, the photo. It was uh, this Philip. week we had the we we had a, the front of a telephone. So maybe in this day and age, in a multi-billion-dollar business like we have, we could uh, send someone out there to take a photo of we him. We did hunt around for a photo about a quarter past six, but it's pretty. Uh, I'll tell you what, Tom, Tom's an avid listener of our show, so maybe maybe Tom can send us one of his better photos in, and we'll yeah, he can send a selfie. Use that for the <laughs> use yeah, that for the future. <laughs> Why doesn't he uh, just do a get uh, get the boys there and the, and the girls uh, when they all get to the races today and they're sitting around the desk there discussing what a great day they're going to have. Maybe uh, the team could take a photo of him sitting behind in the big chair. Can't be too much to ask. Let's dive in. Ten races there at Rose Hill Gardens today. Rail true tracks a good four. Beautiful day for it. And we start proceedings here, Munns, with the Elite Group Sydney handicap here. Two-year-olds. 20 minutes past midday. Can you enlighten us with the market there in the first, please, Glenn? Yeah, the scratching pen certainly wielded here. Uh, where we start with the scratching in Bandasha, one cent the winner, nothing the place. Bear to witness is a $19 chance. Diabelli, our favourite, at $2.40. Disneck uh, at $6.50. Floodway is out, three cents a win and four cents a place. Heuristic out, four cents a win and five cents a place. Sense of humour is a $6 chance. Rosillion out, nine cents a win and nine cents a place. Wild Bow at $7.50. Bertinelli is out, no deduction. Kamochi is at $7. Klum is out, four cents a win and three cents a place. Miss Belgium out, two cents a win and nothing the place. Tango Fever out, six cents a win and seven 
Townsend's place. And Zuccaret, who was supposed to be going to Newcastle tomorrow, I'd say with all the scratchings, uh, why not run for 150000 in a race in town? It is a $6.50 chance. Clum will go to Newcastle tomorrow. Uh, a fresh market here. Now, already this morning, Diabelli has been as much as $2.60, is now a $2.40 chance, and it is the best-supported runner, uh, both in the old market and also in this fresh market here. So, very, very popular, Diabelli. Second pick in both markets is Sense of Humour, and it is $6 unchanged, and I'd have to go back to the old market and tell you the third pick would be Disneck. Okay. Brad, how are you seeing this beam run? Wild Bow looks your leader from Barry One. He showed terrific gate speed there, over 900 metres on debut in the Max Lee's classic sense of humour. Uh, a debutante, but showed really good natural speed in his one trial. I don't think he'll be far away. I've got him outside of the leader. That probably, probably leads Diabelli just to take a, a lovely trail here, punching up uh, from a low draw himself and bear to witness. Gets the one out, one back. Uh, I'm with sense of humour here, Brad. I, I just love the way he went about his business in that Warwick Farm trial earlier this month. He he led, he did it at his own steam, he accelerated when asked, and he won by a margin. The time wasn't flashed, but he wasn't asked or pressured to the line. He had plenty up his sleeve, and he dominated that trial. He just looks a natural runner to me, and I think he'll lob outside the leader while Bo here be in a controlling position. We know that Rose Hill 1,100 metres firm decks, Brad, invariably those horses on speed are hard to run down. I think seven cents of humour will be hard to beat in the opener on debut. I th I've got a Gary Portelli stable Quinella here because I really like the way Kamachi hit the line in her Warwick Farm trial the same day. She ran second to excess and her last 100 metres, she really lengthened and found the line strongly. She's by Brave Smash, who are doing good things um, that first season, say, and, and I think she'll run a good race here. Kamachi, no knock on Diabelli, gets the run of the race, as Brad suggested, was in the market for the Maribyrnong Plate, and we heard from Tom Moxon earlier, the Colt just had no luck there at Flemington. Looks very hard to beat here. And 15 Zucker Red, um, an $800,000 I'm Invincible filly. She's had two trials going into this, so she's had a good education, and both those trials... She showed talent. 7, 11, 3 and 15 in the opener. Sense of humour on top, Brad. Yeah, same four for me. Just jumbled up a little bit. I'm with the money horse, Diabelli. I think the setup is perfect. Uh, James McDonald, a lovely gate. Didn't have a lot of luck, as you mentioned, on debut there, Ray, down the straight at Flemington. You throw into the mix. He was just interrupted at a critical point when he was building his revs. Couple that with that there was no speed in the race, so it turned into a sprint home. So you lose your momentum, and it's pretty much game over. He was never beating the winner, but he wouldn't have beaten, been beaten uh, 3.7 with clear running. 11, Kamochi, she's going to be strong late. I love the way that she trolled. She was given a niggle, uh, but she really savaged the line. So if these leaders happen to attack each other, she's going to smoke the pipe and get a chance to steam home over the top. Sense of humour, I can see the case there. Yeah, he didn't run... Uh, fast time overall, but he did run quite slick time through the line there, his last little bit, so they kind of sat up in the early stages, and it was a bit of a dash home, and as Hainsey mentioned a little bit earlier, Gary Portello has got the team fit and firing at the moment, uh, and best of the rest, Zuccaret, half-sister to recent Rosebud winner, Zuccarino, and she looks to have inherited some of 
uh, Big Brother's talent there. And some nice trials, and, and she's another one that'll balance up and, and hit the line late. So 3, 11, 7 and 15 to kick us off. Mitch Manners is calling all the action there at Rose Seal today. Be with us for Behind the Gates after 10 o'clock as well. Always good to have Mitch on board. And uh, Mitch's numbers here. Uh, he is with number three, Diabelli, to beat 11, Komochi, four, Disnick, and he puts number 15, Zuccaret, in for four. So three, 11, four, and 15 for our race caller today. Mitch Manners there at Rose Hill Gardens. Race two, Munzow, midway this afternoon. We'll have a benchmark, 72, up over 2,000 metres. Yeah, and they've just pushed Diabelli back out to two fifty, and Disneck out to $6.50 there in that first race. The second here, the midway, we've got Colour Sergeant, as a two dollar twenty favourite, Carmazone is out. The deductions there six cent, uh, sorry three cents a win and two cents a place. Flambeur at nineteen dollars. Wonga Wanda is an eleven dollar chance. Dolphina at nineteen dollars. Real Peace, aka Freckles, is a seventeen dollar chance. Loving Silla at nine dollars. Jack Duggan is a three dollar ninety chance. Wolves is a ten dollar chance. Clear Blonde is out, no deduction, and Just Business at $26. So those prices you're looking at on the screen, don't despair. The boys in the office love to change them as we're actually reading the market out. So Loving Silla is not $8.50, it's $9. And uh, the other runner there, Wolves, is not $11, it's $10. And the favourite, Colour Sergeant, is now $2.25. Good to see they've tuned in anyway, as per normal. Um, best supported runner here is Colour Sergeant, uh, two twenty out to two twenty five this morning. Loving Silla is the second pick, and they've pushed it eight fifty out to nine this morning. Third pick is Jack Duggan, and it's been steady at the three ninety. Interesting. A uh, couple of these have dodged the race at Kembla. Uh, Jack Duggan and Loving Silla and Wolves, and they've decided to come to town for the better prize money. Do they go along in any great tempo here, Brad? I wouldn't have thought so, Hainsey. There's two natural candidates to, to go forward. Uh, you've got Wolves punching up from barrier one, and Jack Duggan has got some gate speed, but Wolves being on trial at 2,000 metres, maybe they do hand up to Jack Duggan. Uh, they'll work themselves out in the first couple of hundred metres. I imagine Colour Sergeant is significantly closer here, given the makeup of the race, and Wanga Wanda, just by default, probably finds itself in a trailing position, Ray. Yeah, and Keller Sargent's rock-hard fit. Um, this race sets up beautifully for him. He was on us last week at Kembla in a benchmark 78 behind Shame on Us, coming down a little in grade here. James McDonald goes on um, fifth up, 2,000 metres. He's ran second over this course in distance last prep, and I think he's ready to win. I just think the setup is perfect for him. One colour, Sargent, on top. In saying that, the eight, Jack Duggan, is absolutely flying at the moment. He... Won by a huge margin at Corindai in weaker grade, to be fair. Then went to the, the Gosford Provincials last start and was dominant again. And he makes his own luck up on speed and he'll run well again this afternoon. Jack Duggan, five Dolphina, good mare, racing consistently. Comes out of a, a, a solid effort at Kembla last start behind Shame on Us. Won two previous starts at the Provincials and nicely placed here. And... Loving Chill, the best of the rest, but I think this is the right race for Colour Sergeant. If you've been on him in recent weeks, stay with him today. One eight five and 7 in the second. He looks hard enough to beat, doesn't he? My only knock on him was just the price. Obviously, that's not his mm. fault, but $2.20 is well found. So on that angle, I've gone with Love and Silla now. 
Oh, gee, she's been a frustration uh, for a lot of punters, including myself. We'll go to the well one last time. I think there's been merit in each and every one of her five runs back this time in, whether it's been pace-related, whether it's been bad luck. I know she brings it upon herself, given her racing pattern. She does tend to, to drift back and need the brakes at the right time. But a nice small field today, a firm deck. Uh, I thought she was fantastic there. Last start at Kembla Grange behind Shame On Us. And Shame On Us, of course, ties the form in quite neatly there uh, to the form line through Colour Sergeant. So... We'll give it one more crack, particularly at the $9. I think that's more than fair. One colour sergeant, he does have a nice sense of timing about him. Coming back slightly in grade, he does. The trade-off there is a few extra kilos, but it's a nice setup. Um, no excuses whatsoever here with J-Mac doing the steering. Eight, Jack Duggan. He's a horse that is well-placed. He's got no weight on his back. He's got Tim Clark in the saddle. He'll roll forward. He'll make his own luck. And I do like the way he's going this time back. This is harder again, but it is a winnable race for him all the same. And four, Wanga Wanda. If you like Jack Duggan, uh, the form line ties in there. Uh, through him, so some kind of chance of maybe you're turning the tables, but you probably think that's unlikely. Seven, one, eight, and four. Mitch Manners is with number eight here. Uh, number one, sorry. <laughs> Mitch is listening, thinking, what? No, I don't think so. <laughs> number one, um, uh, Colour Sergeant for Mitch here. He goes with number one to beat eight. Uh, Jack Duggan in for second. Uh, throws number six, Real Peace, in for third and Flamber. So one, eight, six, and three for Mitch in race number two. Working our way through the Festival Stakes program. Race three months is our tab highway this week at Class 2 at the 1,100 metres. Yeah, back to that second race there. Wolves has the concussion plates on the front and the earmuffs pre-race coming off. Our highway today is race number three, and we start with Zaru here. Good luck to the track boys there, Scotty Olsen, Dave Anderson, Stevie Scollard and the other owners. And the wink has come off as it returns today and it is a $10 chance. Reveal the magic is out. Two cents to win, nothing to place. Our last cash out, no deduction. I'm not slew at $23. I'm a true star is a $10 chance. Just strolling at $21. Miss Kirabilli, Timmy Donnelly comes to town and she is the $3.20 favourite. Extra flash at 13 Star out three cents a win five cents a place clifton springs out no deduction greek tycoon out four cents a win and seven cents a place blur's choice out no deduction sasu is at five dollars and fifty cents dimitas is out no deduction sammy ballerina now chad scofield one kilo over at this stage visor on winkers off at fourteen dollars parties galore at thirty four dollars honor the crown is an $11 chance. We've got Southern Appeal at $26. Cora Magic at $18. Ty Lung, Brock Ryan, your rider there at $18. Iron Hat out, two cents a win and nothing the place. And Obey is a $31 chance. Uh, most popular runner here is the favourite in Miss Kirribilli. Uh, 3.20 unmoved uh, this morning so far and a quarter of the money invested on it has come this morning so it's gone out and in and back to where it started this morning uh, second pick is Sasu and now all the money came for this when it went up $8.50 and there's basically hasn't been a great deal for it since then but they totally dominate the race here these two runners they are well, five times as popular as the next runner which is actually I'm a true star so you sort the map out here please Brad yeah, there's a bit of red, I imagine. Uh, we know mucking around in the early stages, particularly with a few of these speed horses drawn wide. You've got parties galore. Has to come across from the wide gate. I'm not slew. He's pretty speedy. Core and magic drawn lower. Uh, it'll make a play for the front somewhere. And then you've got the likes of extra flash and just strolling, just adding that extra layer of pressure here, Ray. And Miss Kirribilli's got that tactical speed to put herself into the right spot, Brad. And uh, she did that at Randwick first up over the 1,000 in a highway on Melbourne Cup Day. And... 
She looked home for all money, but Celia unleashed that tremendous finishing burst, swamped her late, but it was a terrific return by a mare who's only had five starts. She's won twice, never been out of the top two in her career so far, and that tactical speed she's got early will put herself in the right spot here, and I think she's the one they have to run down. I don't think they can. I've got seven Miss Kirribilli on top from 13. Susu, who was really good at Musselbrook back in mid-October, kept fresh since, had a trial in between, nice little tick over trial. Another lightly raced mare putting together a good record. 17 on of the crown. Ditto him, he's tough, he's genuine, um, always thereabouts. He'll run well at odds. And I thought the eight extra flash was the best of the rest, Brad. I, I like the way he went about his business at Scone last start, winning comfortably. But pretty keen on Miss Kirribilli in the third, 7, 13, 17 and 8. Yep, I've gone her way as well, Miss Kirribilli. I'm 7, 8, 20 and 1. It's just a matter of where you go to thereafter. You can make little cases mm -hmm. for most of the runners here, but Miss Kirribilli looks a safe way. She's going to get the run of the race. She was fantastic there, first up behind Salire. She camps in behind the speed, in well after the claim of Tyler Schiller. It's now two on the trot that she's run second in Highway Company. So she continues to knock on the door. She's hard enough to beat. Extra Flash, uh, the horse you did mention there, Ray, I think he's hard enough to beat as well. He's a... A flashy-looking galloper. He's a lightly-raced five-year-old. Uh, he put his rivals to the sword at Scone last start. He's built an imposing little record himself. Uh, you've got 20, Ty Lung. I want to be respectful of his chances here in the placement of Terry Robinson. We know that he gets it more often, or right more often than not with, with this profile of horse. He's lightly-raced himself, and he was trap-wide and over-raced there at Kembla Grange last start. There was some merit uh, in the fact that he was only beaten 1.3 despite running eighth. So that's a little bit deceptive. And then you've got Mr. Consistency. Uh, for a horse that's only won... 2.25, Zaru just never runs poorly, does he? I know he's going to find 1,100 metres a touch too sharp, but he does set up to, to run somewhere near his best. 7, 8, 20 and 1. Numbers uh, for Mitch Menes here in the highway. Number 7, Miss Kirribilli. Uh, to beat 13, Sasu. Number 1, uh, Zaru. And puts number 17 uh, onto the crown. Miss Kirribilli, a good thing for Mitch here. 7, 13, 1 and 17 in race 3. We've got a race 4 this afternoon. The Elite Turf Project's handicap here. Monday, Ben Mark 78, and we're going over the 1,800 metres. We start with Global Osbred, who the winkers go on today, but the nose roll comes off and he's a $6.50 chance. Caesars Palace is out. The deduction there, three cents a win and two cents a place. Worthily at $6. Tony B is our favourite here at $3.80. Mission Phoenix at $4.60. Redwood Shadow is out, three cents a win and three cents a place. Oceanic, sorry, Tony B is not favourite, $3.80. Uh, Redwood Shadow out. Oceanic Flash at $34. Syndicato is a $19 chance. Bacchio Del Mist at $19. And Floating. This is our favourite at $3.50. So, uh, well, they say four possibles here, money-wise anyway. Most popular runner, and only by $108, is Mission Phoenix, who's five into 460 this morning. But it's not its fourth most popular runner today. Uh, second pick is Worthily. Third pick is... Tony B and it's four into three eighty this morning. Fourth pick is floating and it's three thirty out to three dollars and fifty cents. Uh, the other drift there is Global Osbred, who was six fifty into five fifty back to six fifty. So, uh, in a field of eight, there's money for four of them, and the others are a long way away. And a, a lot of midweek form here, guys, coming to Saturday. Uh, where do they find their spots here, Brad? 
Yeah, well, Voss Caesar's Palace, which just takes a little sting out of this race. So I think that helps the likes of Mission Phoenix and Global Osbred, who should get a degree of control up front. Thereafter, maybe Syndicato can use the draw to just park up in behind, but all the others here, Ray, prefer to just balance up and, and find their feet. Yeah, I think you're, you're right there, but I think Global Osbred gets run of the race stuff. Look, everyone was on him at Newcastle at the Hunter meeting in that benchmark 88. Look, he had his chance until Rondino emerged from the ruck and swamped him late. Back to a 78 today. Now he's up to 61 kilos, but it's on a 55 kilo limit. He's fourth up going to the, the Rose Hill 1800 where... He's raced well previously. I just think he's read when I've got to give him another chance. I think one global Ozbred, he's the horse to beat here. In saying that, 10 floating. Matthew Smith has got a promising horse here. and He couldn't have been more impressive that day at Newcastle when he won the midway and put a margin on his rivals with a really good turn of foot. He's definitely the one to beat. Deserved favourite. Four, Tony B comes out of the midweeks where he was also impressive last start winning at Rose Hill. He's back in form and Three worthily interests me, Brad. I liked his run first up there at Flemington during Cup Week. He can only improve off that, but I'm giving Global Osbred another chance in race four, one ten, four and three. I'm going to throw another horse into the mix here. I've gone five, Mission Phoenix, five, ten, four and one. I'll tell you what, Munzer's mate Edward Scissorhands has been in the office with Mission Phoenix. Nine dollars he was a couple of days ago. Now he's what four dollars sixty. So fair old trim up, uh, but I think it's entitled to be to be honest i think the fact that this horse has found his form again has coincided with just getting back onto dry ground so he was dynamic there at canterbury last start leading from start to finish i know it's not always uh, a simple formula to see horses transfer that canterbury form to rose hill or randwick uh, but he's got a good or enough exposed form to, to trust that he can take that form uh, into better company here roll forward he make his own luck and he can do it at both ends so if he does get a breather at any point he does have a nice little turn of foot uh, to pinch a bit of a march. Now, he's going to have some pretty horse, pretty good horses breathing down his neck here. None more so than the grey floating. Now, can he transfer his midway win there uh, into better company? Because that had to be seen, to be believed. He was a winner a long way from home. Absolutely belted his rivals for Tony B. You'd think he can only improve on what he did there last start, uh, given he was 14 to 1,800 metres and four weeks between runs and one global Osbred. I think it says everything about how deep this race is that I've got global Osbred in his fourth pick. So five, ten, four, and one. Good little contest, the fourth race. And uh, looking at Mitch Manners' numbers here for race number four at Rose Hill Gardens today, three worthily to beat four Tony B, ten floating, and one global Osbred. Three, four, ten, and one for Mitch in race four at Rose Hill today, working our way through a, a terrific meeting at the Gardens. And race five this afternoon, Munns, we go to a benchmark 78, the elite haulage handicap, a benchmark 78, three-year-olds upwards, 1,100 metres. Yeah, we start with a scratching in Destination, who ran on well last night at Canterbury. So his last two at Canterbury have been better. Uh, and the deduction there, five cents a win and five cents a place. Liberty Sun is a $10 chance. Monte Ditto at $11. High Court resuming at $23. Authentic Jewels at 10 Coco Rocks is out, 11 cents a win and 11 cents a place. Purr in Away at $5. Rubatar at $5.50. Winning Verse... $3.80, that price makes it favourite. Dehorned Unicorn returns with the blinkers off at $5.50. He's a hot shot. Ran last night. Three cents a win and two cents a place. It's out. Proverbial at 21. Pretty Woman is out. Three cents a win and two cents a place. And twice as special is a $34 chance. Quietest betting race of the day so far. The fifth race here. Not a great deal between four of them here. 
Most popular runner is actually Rubitar returning from a break, but unchanged at 5.50 this morning. Second pick would be Per in a way, resuming $4.80 out to $5. Third pick is winning verse, $4.40. Best price given this morning, now $3.80. Now that's a savage chop considering there's very, very little money on it. And next pick would, well, only $26 behind it is Dehorned Unicorn. Uh, so they're the four in the guts there, uh, the most popular runners in race five. But not overly busy betting race so far. The map here, Brad, race five. SP should be genuine enough. You've got winning verse. She likes to, to get up front and roll along. That's where she'll find herself here. Authentic Jewel, not far away. And then you've got the likes of Rupertar, Liberty Sun and Dehorned Unicorn just getting the drop on those two here, Ray. Yeah, a bit of speed here, isn't there, Brad? I found this one of the tougher races on the program. I've come back to Per in a way, and the Chrysalis stable have had her in a couple of times and scratched her, waiting for the right race. They found a competitive race, to be fair, but she is a promising mare, and she showed that in her Australian debut preparation for the Chrysalis stable during the winter, where she did win first up at Rose Hill really impressively, Ran two strong races after that, resuming here off two nice trials. She'll be able to tuck in behind that solid speed up front, and we do know she'll attack the line. I've got seven per in a way on top in a really tough race. Uh, nine winning verse, deserved favourite, and she comes off two solid efforts. I liked her run on Golden Eagle Day when she ran fourth to Mars Mission. Led for a long way and was just run down late. She's rock hard fit now, and... She'll take catching. Eight, Rubitar comes off a brilliant trial at the Kenzo, so if she gets any sort of control in front, she might take a bit of catching as well. An authentic duel, taking a couple of runs. I thought there were good signs last start when she ran fifth in that Mars Mission race that she was on the way back, and $10 is appealing. Tough race, race five, seven, nine, eight, and five per in a way on top, Brad. Yeah, it certainly is tricky. I've gone with Monty Ditto here, just at the odds. Uh, I know he's a seven-year-old, but I don't think he's ever raced better. Uh, so it's three, eight, 14, and nine. The speed should suit. And you look at his record at Rose Hill, and it's surprisingly good, given he is a horse that likes to get back and, and find his feet. So he was seven weeks between runs at Rose Hill last start. That was that same form reference there through Mars Mission. Didn't have the clearest of passages, so I think he can only improve off that. And you go back a couple of starts ago, uh, he took the scalp of fire, at Rose Hill over the 1100 metres and prior to that again Rose Hill 1100 metres he was running on late behind Shades of Rose so I think all he has to do is just improve a length or two on what he did there uh, a couple of weeks ago and he's right in the firing line here at, at each way odds. Eight Rupertar when you assess her chances what jumps off the page is her fresh record. Uh, she's dynamic fresh three from three and then you've got the soft gate throw that into the mix and she's hard enough to beat. If you like Rupertar go back and watch her first up win last preparation and you'll notice the horse screaming home down the outside is twice as special so maybe there isn't as much as the market is suggesting in terms of talent between that pair. I know she's a little bit hard to catch twice as special and she tends to like getting a toe in the ground but she's a capable mare and if everything falls into place uh, she looks big odds there around $34 and nine winning verse. What you see is what you get. She hasn't been able to quite recapture that that win that saw her win, or that win, that form that saw her win so well at Caulfield last campaign, but she's knocking on the door, and as Ray touched on now, third up, no excuses fitness-wise, catch me if you can, 3, 8, 14, and 9. Okay, Mitch's numbers here for our fifth race of the day at Rose Sewer Gardens, and um, he'll be calling all the action with us for Behind the Gates 
After 10 o'clock, number eight, Rupertar to beat nine winning verse, seven per in away, and 10, Dehorn Unicorn, eight, nine, seven, and 10 in race number five. Race six, this is a beauty. They come from everywhere, Muns here for the Tab Country Classic. Set weights, four year olds and upwards in from the bush, they come over the 2,000 metres. Yeah, and we start with the horse that finished midfield as one of the uh, in the market last year as uh, the toppy and favourite here in Dream Runner is a $4.40 chance he'll be having for a bit more luck at the 300 metres than he got in the race last year. From the bush is an $8 chance. Intuition, uh, Joyce and the team have decided to go to Kembla with this one, and it's a scratching no deduction. Tudor Prince at $26. Beckford, $81 will appeal to someone. Uh, Upper House is out no deduction. Point counterpoint, $5.50. Lord de Sanamo's at 13 Knife's Edge off the big win in the highway at Newcastle at $7.50. Invincible Dash at 34 Our Rebel at 23 Zagalo. Now, uh, the rider here, a kilo over. This is the, uh, the Irish uh, rider here, I think you'll find. Uh, tongue tie on, and the nose roll comes off of Zagalo, and it is a $61 chance. Mars a bit at $71. Then we go to Pepper's Ghost, who is a $19 chance at this stage. Deal Street at $23. Sky Diamonds is at $18, and they're still coming. We've got Proust. Uh, for Paul Shaler comes to town, and it is a $10 chance. Stella Glow is a scratching, and the deduction there is $0.08 cents a win and $0.09 cents a place. Our next runner is Tidal Rush, and it's at $17. Lafrugue is... Uh, now, the pads go on the front here, and it's a $51 chance. And Careering Away, next at $101, and Street Cred is not there, and no deductions taken for it. So quite a, a big field here. And Ryder, now we've got to go all the way back to find out what is the best supported runner here, and it is only just uh, the favourite dream runner. Over, point counterpoint who's got a trim in this morning. That may have come after the interview with Sterling Oslin. Six into 5.50 so far. Third pick would be from the bush, and we've had Gaynor on already this morning. And fourth pick would be then Knife's Edge, and that rider is Ben Cohen. Okay. Um, big field. How, how do you Ooh. see this, Brad? It doesn't look crazy speed on paper. I think there's a handful of horses here that just are all looking for that same spot, just in that trailing position behind the speed. But I've got Tudor Prince leading, careering away, coming across to probably sit outside of Tudor, Tudor Prince. You've got From the Bush, won't be far away, and then the likes of Tidal Rush, Count, uh, Point Counterpoint, Knife's Edge and Proust uh, using their good draws to just park up in behind the speed. And I don't think you'll have to look too far back to find Dream Runner here either way. Or from the bush, Brad. Um, gee, it's a competitive race, isn't it? I, I've come back to the two from the bush. Um, I take Gainer's point that 2,000 metres, slight query. She's more concerned, though, about the likelihood of a firm track. But one thing about this horse, he, he's just so genuine, isn't he, Brad? He never runs a bad race. He was solid last start in the Mission Phoenix race at 15.50 and gave the impression that day he wanted to get out to 2,000 metres. This is his first attempt at the trip, but... That um, slowish early tempo might just give him a chance to lob into the right spot and you'll know he'll keep grinding away. $8, I think he's a good each way bet in a very tough race. Two from the bush on top. From seven point counterpoint and uh, Richard interviewed Sterling Osland earlier and this horse is in great touch. He won at Canterbury two runs back. 
everyone saw him hit the line strongly in the little dance running fourth behind Dream Runner last start. He should enjoy the 2,000 metres. Had three previous attempts at it, been unplaced, but there have been excuses on each occasion. He'll run well here. One Dream Runner's in top form. Great ride there by Tyler Schiller, hugging the paint for him, a little dance last start. He won't be too far away again. And 17 Proust, uh, she was a mare who was in terrific form for Paul Shaler. And then it just didn't work out for her in the Tar Recap. That was a pretty strong race, to be fair. She ran sixth the military mission. Back in a right grade here, she can run well. But I've got two from the bush on top in a very competitive country classic. Two, seven, one and 17. I've gone seven, seventeen, four, and one, seven point counterpoint. It's just a lovely setup for him, isn't it? I think he can only improve on what he did there last start. He, this looks a bit of a setup race. Back out to two thousand meters, maps to get the run of the race, and I think that last start effort just tops him off perfectly for this. Um, so he's hard enough to beat. Proust, I think she's a huge threat here. She's hit the ground running for Paul Shaler since being transferred down from Queensland. She's won three of five starts there. Uh, since calling Port Macquarie home. She's looked brilliant in those three victories. She was deep-ended there in the Tari Cup, as you say, Ray, last start. No match in the end for military mission, but there's no shame in that. And I think that was a race that Paul was always using to get her here, uh, which was her grand final a couple of weeks ago. For Tudor Prince, I think he's big odds. I think he's been unfairly priced on what he did last start, which was a complete forget. Uh, it was a gap between runs. He was coming back in trip from 18 to 1,500 metres, six weeks between runs, in fact. So I think that was uh, another race that, uh, was just being used as a bit of a stepping stone. Josh Parr jumps on, and he's going to give a huge sight from out in front. Where do we go to thereafter? Just looking at my numbers here as I scroll up. Uh, one dream runner I've got as the best of the rest. I think he's well found in, a, in an open race, but his claims are pretty obvious. And, Hainsey, before um, you ask me about Beckford, I might preempt <laughs> that question and say... You're a mind reader. My, I've got in my notes here, he's one of the best $81 shots that I've seen in a long time. I'm he glad you great. say that. He was great last start, just poking home, and there's no way in the world that he should be $81 and point counterpoint should be, what, $5.50. So have I had something on small each way? Absolutely I have, but my number's here, 7, 17, 4 and 1. It's a worry, Ray. We've been working Wednesdays a lot. He's just getting to know us a little too well, uh, Brad. <laughs> Reading between Funnily the lines. Funnily enough, boys, you're not the only person that's got it in their numbers. Is that right? Where have you got in months? Third pick. Have you? Yeah. It was good the other day. Yep. Okay. He's not, as the boys just said, you know, you've got Dream Runner, point counter point. How could you have Beckford not that far away? Hundred percent, hundred percent. All right. Anyway, um, there you go. 80, what what price there, Beckford at the moment, Munns? Oh, Edward's in uh, sixty-one dollars. Mm. Uh, good to have him in, Edward. This morning early, anyway. <laughs> right. Doesn't take much. <laughs> no. Mitch is with one Dream Runner to beat seven point counterpoint. Two from the bush, nine knife sedge, one, seven, two and nine for Mitch on race six at Rose Hill Gardens. Short break, then back with the Rose Hill Gardens quaddy, including the Festival Stakes and the Starlight Stakes. Where do you go for Australia's biggest Black Friday golf sale? Australia's biggest, Drummond Golf. It's so big, Australia's biggest Black Friday golf sale ends Tuesday with huge savings store-wide on our great range of leading golf brands. There's up to 50% off drivers, up to 33% off packages, up to 22% off measuring devices, and much more. Shop in store or online at drummondgolf.com.au. Just don't miss Australia's biggest Black Friday golf sale. On now only at Drummond Golf. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. 
Bet fixed odds on all races at Rose Hill and Caulfield this Saturday. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's 19 races across two tracks. If you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. Lionel, what do all the TVs and tech at Bing Lee have in common? All of them? Yes. Well, Mum, it's very complicated. No, it's not. Mum, it's all about chips and processors and controllers. No, it's not. It's about huge deals. Huge deals? Black Friday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right now, we've got huge deals on TVs and tech at the Bing Lee Black Friday sale. For eight days. Any questions, ask me. You're kidding. Bing Lee, better living every day. Australia's favourite windows and doors. Excuse me, I just got to get the door. Jess, can you take over, please? Yep, sure. Australia's favourite windows and doors are available at. Ah, uh, sorry. Now someone's knocking at the back door. Um, how about we let the main voiceover guy take over? Wideline Windows and Doors bring over 50 years of producing quality Australian made windows and doors that bring life into your home. Enhance the feeling of home with Wideline Windows and Doors. Inquire now at wideline.com.au Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the new TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Let's get on to race number seven here at Rose Hill Gardens today. The first leg of the Quaddy, and uh, we have the Elite Sand and Soil ATC Cup here, Munns. Listed race over the 2,000 metres. Yes, and our first runner is Dr. Drill, and Dr is a $14 chance. New Mandate at $10. Torrens at $61. Grand Slam is out $0.04 cents a win and $0.04 cents a place. Long Villas is out $0.15 cents a win and $0.13 cents a place. Regal Lion at $16. Alias at $23. The Frontman at $23. Alcione $4.20. Bonnie Ezra $23. Criminal Code $23. Splendiferous is a $21 chance. Rebel Rama, $23. Steely, favourite, at $3.50. Rondino at $12. Palmetto at $41. And Pale King, Benny Looker, gets the ride coming to town today. Benny and Palm King was $11, and it still is. Rightio. Most popular runner here is Alcione. Uh, as much as $11, bet about it, is now $4.20. And was a $7.50 chance on Thursday... Uh, was 5.50 Friday morning, uh, was 4.80 earlier today, and that's after scratchings, is now $4.20. Uh, it's just in front of Steely, th- and third pick now with all of the scratchings is Rondina. suppose, Brad, we heard from uh, Gerald this morning, barrier one gives Steely that chance to run the journey out strongly enough. He's going to get a nice soft run, isn't he? He's just going to be in behind the speed here. I've got him three pairs back on the fence. Splendiferous, first up 2,000 metres. She'll make a play for the front here. You've got Pale King, won't be far away with no weight on his back. Maybe sits outside the lead, depending how aggressive uh, Rebel Rebel Rama is in the early stages with Bot Ryan doing the steering. I think Alcione gets a lovely trail. Steely uh, gets a lovely trail, and the same can be said for Dr. Drill here, Ray. Yeah, I'm with Pale King at the odds, Brad. I know he's going up in grey, but off two really tough wins at 1,900 and then at 2,400 here on his home track at Rose Hill. His form surge has coincided with the 
with, with the return to good tracks. He needs firm going. He gets that again this afternoon, and he gets the right run, as you indicated, Brad, probably splendiferously. He's maybe Rebel Rama comes across, so... He led by default last start, Pale Kingby can take a sit here, get the right run, and with 53 on his back, he'll just keep grinding away. I think it's a terrific chance around the $11 that Glenn mentioned earlier. 15, Rondino had a freshen up prior to going to Newcastle, and didn't he attack the line to win over 18.50 there? He goes to 2,000 metres. This is more in his right distance range, and he's a much improved stayer, Rondino. He'll be flashing home again. No knock on the 14, Stilly on the back up, beaten by a really promising horse last week at Kembla by Nugget. Gets his chance here, as Brad indicated, with the right run, and 9, Alcee. Uh, and certainly racing well enough. Um, won't be too far away here. Godolphin having a great run. Switching him back from Flemington, where he was good on Oaks Day. In the ATC Cup, 17, Pale King each way on top. 17, 15, 14 and 9. Yeah, for what looks a pretty open race, we've found the same top four here, eh? I've gone the way of Rondino, though. Just at the odds, what is he, about $12? I think that's fair enough for a horse that's... Very much got his tail in the air. I think he's been a bit of a slow maturer. He's got back onto firmer footing at his past couple, and he's won really well. Uh, he put his rolls to the sword over 2,400 metres a couple of starts ago. What was he, six weeks between runs last start? It didn't matter, did it? He just camped in behind the speed, weaved a passage through, and Tyler Schiller, uh, hopefully he can do the same thing here, because I think he can only improve off that. Yes, this is harder, but you do find that once these horses go from benchmark 78s, benchmark 88s, into listed Group 3 company, there's typically uh, not a lot between them. 14, Steely, he's the one with the runs on the board as far as the quality of depth of his form lines. Uh, he bumped into a potential group horse there in Nugget last Saturday, and he was pretty brave. 17, Pale King, I'll get him in the mix as well. Good tracks have been the key to, to him finding winning form once more. He himself is chasing three on the bounce. I do like the setup for him. 2,400 metres back to 2,000 metres for an on-speed on stayer as well. And nine, Alcyone, best of the rest. Getting short enough now, uh, but I do concede he's hard enough to beat. 15, 14, 17, and 9. Okay, it's a uh, good edition of the ATC Cup race number 7. Mitch Manners has gone the way of 9. Alcyone to beat 14, Steely, 2 new mandate, and 1 Dr. Drool. 9, 14, 2 and 1 for Mitch. He calls all the action at the gardens today. Race 8, the $200,000 Furphy Festival Stakes, Group 3 level, over the 1,500 metres. Yeah, and probably the most interesting runner we've had uh, on a Saturday for a very long while here at the top, Sunshine Rising, with the lugging bit off and the cross nose band off, having its second start today in three years. And it is $5.50 and equal favourite for the race. Kerwin's Lane is a $13 chance. Lion's Roar with the blinkers off at 61. Skyman at 10. Mirror Vision at $6.50. Kubrick at 26. Cole Crusher at 5.50. Charlize, she's in foal. We've known that before. And it's a $21 chance. Cliff's Art of Scratch, she's going to Melbourne. And the deduction there, two cents a win and one cent to place. Kiss Summit, $7.50. Cisco Bay at 11 Jojo is a man with a tongue tie on at $23. Divine Magic at 26 Daj Ran with a cross noseband off and the earmuffs pre-race off at $18 and Lock Eagles a $14 chance. Good battle here between Cole Crusher and Sunshine Rising for most popular runner. Cole Crusher gets it at the moment by $600 and it is 6 into 5.50 this morning over Sunshine Rising who was as much as $15. $4.80 earlier this morning out to $5.50 so they're happy to give it a push. And third pick would be Kiss Some. As we look at the map here, Brad, one thing's for sure. Cold Crush is going to be saying to Sunshine Rising, 
just how fit are you, mate, as they turn for home? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's just a matter of him running out a strong 1,500 metres, Cole Crusher, isn't it? But you know where he's going to be. He's going to be out in front, high-balling, daring his rivals to chase him down. I think Darjran comes across from the wide gate. I actually like the wide gate for him because you look at his runs in Australia and he just doesn't have that tactical speed to to punch up from a low draw and he's been crossed. So there's no such danger here. Uh, that'll give Tim Clark plenty of time to, to carve across and sit outside of the leader. I think Mirror Vision with a positive ride finds the one out one back and Jojo was a man. Just lands into a, a lovely position here, Ray. I hope you're right, Brad, because I've got Mirror Vision on top here. She comes out of the Empire Rose at Group 1 level on Derby Day at Flemington where she had a wide barrier and ran a tremendous race running a close second to Ice Bath. She's fourth up here. If Brad's right and his speed maps um, gives her run of the race stuff, I think she's the one to beat five Mirror Vision on top. I thought 15 Lock Eagle was overs, Brad. He's fourth up now. He's very fit. I liked his run last start at Newcastle in that coal crusher race. He hit the line nicely and Big drop in weight here. He'll run a good race. Ten kiss some. Just needs a touch of luck from his wide barrier, but he's got the ability. And one sunshine rising. I just didn't know where to put him in, Brad. Obviously, he's very talented. He's been placed at Group 1 level. Um, he's won at Group 2 level in Hong Kong. He's resuming off a long spell. His trials have been good, but uh, I think 5.50 first up after such a long break. He's well found, but can't dismiss him on class alone. 5.15, 10 and 1 in the festival with Mirror Vision on top. Yeah, I've got him in the numbers as well, but I wasn't brave enough to put him on top either. I've gone 7, 8, 1 and 5. Cold crusher for me here. Now, I know I'm going to be holding my breath the last 100 metres or so, but geez, he's going to give a good sight here. He looks to get a degree of control out in front. Uh, I think he was ridden beautifully there last time out by Glenn Schofield, who has a terrific affinity with him. Let him run along, let him be fast, and let him just rip the guts or the sprint out of his rivals. So catch me if you can. I think he's going to be very hard to catch now. He's found that winning form again. Eight, Charlize. Certainly encouraged there's been a sprinkling of support around for this mare. It means I'm not going crazy in terms of seeing something that, that potentially isn't there. I want to be completely forgiving of a first-up effort on a bottomless track. Then second up, she was just never in the hunt. It was a race at two to a sprint home. That was in the hot Danish, and her closing splits uh, were good as anything across the entire meeting. So we're only going to get one poor crack to get an earn out of her. She's off to be a mum after today, but I don't think she's completely uh, without a shot here at $21. One, Sunshine Rising. Uh, the case has already been made as to why he's hard enough to beat, but also why there's a few queries as well. So one run in three years, nine-year-old, tendon issues, that all screams no, but in Hong Kong, he was a genuine Group 1 horse, and his trials this time back uh, have been sensational. So you can see why there has been plenty of market support and five Mirror Vision. She's hard to deny. Uh, she's a very consistent mare, and she does come off a Group 1 placing there in Melbourne. Seven, eight, one, and five. Yeah, John O'Shea spoke about Charlize in good terms this morning, that's for sure. Uh, let's look at uh, Mitch's numbers here for the Furview Festival Stakes. And Mitch Manners goes the way of one Sunshine Rising to beat five Mirror Vision, ten Kissum, and seven Coal Crusher, one, five, ten, seven for Mitch in race eight. Another feature today, Munns, is the Drinkwise Starlight Stakes. Nice bunch of sprinters here, a listed race over the 1,100 metres. Yes, yes, I just have a cough. Sorry yeah, about that. Right okay. There. Ryder, yeah, uh, Br Bruckner here is out. Eight cents a winner, nine cents a place. Through the cracks at $17. Enchanted Heart, that's another mare in foal. 
she's had a, a, a bit of a trip. She was actually in Melbourne. She had a jump out in Melbourne, then went to the races on Derby Day, was kicked behind the barriers and was a late scratching uh, and since had a trial at Wyong. Uh, it is a $13 chance. One Diva's out. It's running at the coast. Five cents a win and six cents a place. Kalos is a $10 chance. Najmati, a nasal strip goes on and the earmuffs pre-race go on. It is $5.50. We've got Sky Command as an $8 chance. Dragonstone, $5 and favourite in a wide betting race on the backup from Kembla last week. Surreal step at this stage. Chad Schofield, a half over, $81. Fox Fighter at 7 Mr. Mosaic with the cross noseband off at 7 Zethus at 13 Sneaky Page, uh, who ran third in that race, Enchanted Heart, was in. And it is a $9 chance, and Authentic Jewel is out. It runs earlier. Uh, most popular runner here is Sky Command, as much as $26. Bet about it. Uh, 8 out to 8.50, back into 8 this morning. Second pick is Dragonstone. Uh, pretty steady around this $5 mark. It's only moved between 4.50 and 5.50 since Monday. Uh, sits in the middle now at 5. Next pick would be Naj Marty. And then Mr. Mosaic, who's a $7 chance, but uh, as much as 17 bet about Mr. Mosaic. He could have been a little bit more glowing. Gerald this morning. Yeah, tend to agree, but uh, not uh, for lack of any tempo here, Brad. No, I wouldn't have thought so. So my read on this map, and there's going to be a few different interpretations of this, is that Mr. Mosaic is going to cross the stalemate Sky Command and take up the running, which leaves Zathus the chance to probably sit outside of the leader, maybe Sneaky Page isn't too far away. And if you're looking for Fox Fighter, uh, he's probably just going to be camped somewhere midfield, peeling off backs, getting his chance. I think they'll hum along, won't they, Brad? And I think it'll give Dragonstone his chance. Sensational runner in the Warra last week. He flew home in incredible sectionals, running a close third to Athelric. Gets out to 1,100 off that genuine tempo. Gets his chance. He'll be ripping home late. Eight Dragonstone on top from 10. Fox Fighter He's a bit similar to Dragonstone. He's got the ability to reel off these tremendous closing sections. Underrated horse, Fox Fighter. He's racing in top form. Six Naj Marty, quality mare resuming here. She's got a good fresh record and gets the firm track that she needs. And 11, Mr. Mosaic. Talk about horses with a good fresh record. He's dynamic first up, but... Uh, this is a pretty tough ask. Plenty of pressure up front and some quality opposition. I've got eight Dragonstone on top. Eight, ten, six, and eleven. I've gone twelve, eight, ten, and seven. I thought Zathus was one of the forgotten runners across the day. The old switcheroo from Melbourne. I don't think he was completely comfortable down the straight there. Last start, he can bounce back. First up, he did beat Clemenceau, uh, who's a pretty significant form reference for a lot of the runners that he does meet here. So calves across. He's got gate speed to offset the draw and. He has won over this track and trip as a two-year-old, uh, and he knocked off home affairs. So, yeah, I think there's some sneaky depth to his form lines. Eight, Dragonstone, he's hard enough to beat. It was good to see him bounce back to his best form there last start, running sizzling, closing splits. The same can be said for Foxfighter in terms of possessing a huge finish, and the dry track is key to, to his chances. He gets that today in seven, Sky Command. She finds herself... In a really good little purple hatch of form at the moment. 12, 8, 10 and 7. Race 9. Okay, 12, 8, 10, 7 for Brad. Race 9 um, for Mitch Manners. And Mitch is with number 11, Mr. Mosaic. From 6, Najmati, 10, Fox Fighter. And 8, Dragonstone, 11, 6, 10, 8. That's a ripper, the Starlight. Race 10 months, finishing off here with the Elite Quarry Products. A benchmark 78, 3-year-olds and upwards, 1,400 metres. 
Yes, and we start with a scratching in French bonnet. Six cents a win and seven cents a place. Cavalier Charles scratched again. That's three times in the last week. Uh, four cents a win and four cents a place. Democracy Manifest. Uh, well, Chris was tossing up whether it would run, and he wanted scratchings, and he's got a few of them. And it's $3.90 after uh, 4.40 was bet earlier this morning. Mark Schnell with Karen McAvoy, your rider there, and it is a $19 chance. Devil's Throat is out. Nine cents a win and nine cents a place. Festival Dancer, 34 Akasawa with the earmuffs pre-race at 6.50. Bend the knee at 17. Mensa Missile at 13. Ton of grit. Blinkers on and the winkers off and it's a $9 chance. Bella Rouge is out. Four cents a win and four cents a place. I am lethal at $7. Banju at 11. Oceanic Flash outruns earlier. No deduction. Short Shorts at $6.50. Van Roy's at 12. We've got Toretto is out. Uh, won yesterday. Canberra won the Tony Campbell, I think. No deduction. And Nickashea is a $61 chance. Well, he mightn't be here. The number one fan club member of Democracy Manifest. He's sunning himself in another holiday overseas. Darren Flindell. But it is the best supported runner, Democracy Manifest. Double the investment on its nearest rival, which is Akasawa. Third pick, Mensa Missile, and then Ton of Grit. The map in the last. Yeah, well, scratchings help Democracy Manifest in that He's not going to be as far away, but they haven't helped him as far as speed in the race because we've lost Devil's Throat and French Bonnet. So that probably leaves Short Shorts to take up the running on her own. She, of course, half-fluffed the start there at Newcastle last time out. Uh, if she pings out this time, she'll find herself right there. Mensa Missile, not far away. And Van Roy uh, can't be far away here either, coming up from Melbourne. He's got some, some gate speed himself here, Ray. I'm with a seven, Akasawa here, Brad. We don't know how good he is, this bloke. Six starts, five wins in a second. Probably argue he should be unbeaten. His first up win at Canterbury, when he ran down game theory, was super. And he can only improve off that. Um, I just think he's a horse going places. I've got him on top, seven, Akasawa. From the three, Democracy Manifest. He'll get back, gets clear galloping room. Watch for him charging home. 12 I am lethal, good signs last start, he's returning to top form and gets the dry track he needs and 15 short shorts, had excuses last start as Brad suggested, might get control here if that's the case, she'll take running down 7, 3, 12 and 15 in the last. I'm 8, 13, 10 and 3, 8 bend the knee, I thought he was a good roughie, uh, had no chance there first up the, ra- the way the race was run over 1200 metres, so better draw today, fitter for that and out to 1400 metres, 13 Banju. I think he's got uh, better than an $11 chance as well here. He's in well after the claim. I liked his effort there first up. Down in the weights, fitter for that. He's hard enough to beat. 10 ton of grit, gets the right kind of setup. Third up, shades on, better draw today. He can park up considerably closer in the run. And Democracy Manifest. He's in the numbers, uh, but it does look a task here from the wide gate. Lack of speed on a firm deck. So 8, 13, 10 and 3 in the last. 10 on top uh, for Mitch in the last. Number 10, Ton of Grit to beat three, Democracy Manifest. Uh, 12, I Am Lethal and 15, Short Shorts. 10, 3, 12 and 15. Good things, Brad. Yeah, I've gone with two value bets as opposed to a best bet here. I've gone race two, number seven, Loving Scylla and race nine, number 12, Zethus. See you on Central this afternoon, mate. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And uh, Ray, your best on the day. Yeah, race four, number one, Global Osbred, out to about 6.50G. I think he's a good bet this afternoon, Rich. And in race 10, number seven, Akasawa, each way. Good man. Thank you, Ray. Enjoy the races, and we'll do it again soon. Thanks so much, Rich. Okay. Uh, minute past nine, we might go to a short break here on uh, Racing HQ Saturday, and we'll let Glenn Munsey get himself organised for the, for the races as well. We have a Caulfield preview coming up shortly with Mark Hunter, a break, and back with that.